Welcome to Ponderings from the Perch, the Little Bird Marketing Company podcast. So I'm here in the studio with Emma Hansen and with Ashley LeBlanc, and uh, these are my gal Fridays here at Little Bird <laughs> Marketing. <laughs> They're so amazing, but it was crazy going to IIX with uh, Green Book with the two of you. It was so uh, so amazing. And I thought, oh man, it's going to be so great because you guys take such a load off of me in terms of things that are being done. But actually what happened was we just did three times as much that we normally do at trade shows. That was very <laughs> true. If you saw us there, I would be surprised because it felt like we were just running around yeah. the whole time. <laughs> it, like, we were very, yeah, we were very busy, but it was so good. We got to interact with so many people. Oh my gosh. We got to be in, in so many different sessions and a part of so many different conversations. Um, so yeah, it was just a really good week. Yeah. And I'm spoiled now. I'm not going to any conference without you guys. Together. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is amazing because we talk a lot about how people need to get a lot out of a trade mm-hmm. show. We spend a lot of money, a lot of time, and um, but people don't usually get what they need out of it. And I've always been really good about getting what we need out of it, but now it was times three and really times four because we had Kevin on our team with the mm-hmm. video right. and with the photography this time. So we were crazy. We did taught the master class, yeah. which was super awesome having you guys there because it was a whole hour workshop on yeah. personas. Mm-hmm. And so as people were raising their hand, it was so nice to have the two of you also handling questions and really helping people work through, right. mm-hmm. you know, the information because we had obviously so many people come and tell us, oh my gosh, it was so helpful because we did it there mm-hmm. as opposed to, bam, here's another idea and I hope it works for you. Bye. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which IIEX is so about the innovation and it is, in my opinion, it's the TED Talks of the Insights yeah, World. Yeah, I would totally sure. agree. Um, but it also can be over overwhelming because Mm -hmm. of that. So I think kicking it off this year with uh, having the longer workshop formats, I thought was really, really cool. I like doing that in the beginning too. Mm -hmm. Uh, People were able to dive in really quickly Mm -hmm. um, and just set their mindset for the week. And then the rest of the week kind of felt like a blur because it was, it went by so fast, Mm -hmm. at least for us. Um, But it was great because you got to dive in for that hour and then the rest of your week was filled with 20 or 15 minute sessions. So you really got to absorb a lot yeah. in the matter of three days. But we had like over 150 people in our master class yeah, for, sure. for sure. And that gave us a lot of people that we then had connected with personally. Mm-hmm. We had interacted with them for an hour. So then the rest of the week, it was very easy to start that next conversation. Yeah. You think? Right. Totally. And this one was three days or most of them. Three yeah. Days. Yeah. 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 And yeah. It, yeah. And sometimes like Insights Marketing Day had been tacked on to the end. But mm-hmm. it, the, the format in terms of the, you know, the innovation and the quick talks about what is really emerging right now in the industry that's always been and I think that's what I love that feeling Mm -hmm. I love how Green Book puts that together I think they just do a fantastic Mm -hmm. job and the choice of Austin this year I know (laughs) I mean I'm just a big fan of Austin in general but the actual location the AT&T Conference Center was really cool um being able, well, one, the hotel being attached to it, super convenient. But two, the the multi-layer. I know we had to get our steps in and people walked <laughs> a lot of stairs. But I thought it was really interesting to have um, different parts of the same event on these different levels and different rooms. It really, um, it, it, kept, it kept your day diverse. Right, for sure. Well, just in case you didn't catch us, and we're going to talk a little bit more about specifics. But I taught the master class. I was actually co-chairing um, with Will Leach, mm-hmm. uh, 
who wrote Marketing to Mind States, good friend of ours. He's been on our podcast before, and uh, we were asked to co-chair again together. So mm-hmm. we got to do opening remarks, we got to do closing remarks, and introduce a lot of very cool people in the middle of it. But um, it's a lot of on time for me yeah. <laughs> too. Uh, we podcasted from the uh, trade show floors, and I love listening to those. Mm-hmm. It's it's so fun for me, and it's going to be even more fun now that you guys did the bulk of the yeah. interviews. Um, and then uh, we recorded probably what got five different clients um, done and recorded at the trade mm-hmm. show. And uh, what else did we do? Uh, we live tweet from oh, all yeah. the sessions well, we go to. Tweeting. Lots of tweeting. A lot, yeah. of, lot of photography and, and then connecting in. Oh my gosh, the party's off the hook. Yeah. So super fun. But yeah, yeah what do you what do you want to talk about, Ashley? I, I want to know, th- there was so much content. I mean, I'm yeah. still like going through pages of notes and trying to like debrief the things and the conversations that I had there. But I want to hear about some of your um, key takeaways and favorite sessions that you were were able to attend. (laughs) Well, yeah, I did actually attend quite a few of them. And what was cool is that we broke up. So I think that this week, let me tell you some of the best ones. I was so excited for uh, that guy, uh, a brand new guy I met, uh, Hannibal Brooks. And he actually won the best new speaker. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, that was awesome. And I was so hoping he would because I went to his session and I will not forget the title of it because it was so funny, but it was called How to Sell Time Travel Convincingly. And I thought, oh my gosh, I got to go to this. But here's my insider story about him. He came to our master class and he raised his hand about a question, came up at the end, was like, hey, I really appreciate that. That was really great. And I'm like, great. Um, And I said, wow, you, uh, he said that he was going to be speaking later the week. I said, oh, Mm -hmm. what's the title of it? He told me that. And he was dressed seriously in one of the best suits I've seen in a long time. And I said, are you going to be wearing something like that when you're speaking? He goes, oh, and totally in the most deadpan series, he goes, oh, no, just swim trunks. Just dead oh, like that. Oh, my and gosh. He just got me. You know, we're in the middle of yeah. a professional thing. And just his, you know, uh, he totally had a, you know, a, he totally deadpanned yeah. it. And it cracked me up so much. That's I thought, so this guy I got to hear. And I'm not joking. I went. And this is, I'll, here's my takeaway from it. He was talking about the perception of risk and we how, how we have to understand that in insights as it relates to marketing. How the consumer perceives risks mm. has everything to do with why they will actually adopt new technology, new innovation. And you can think of a million things. I think the one most pressing at the top of everybody's you know, mindset right now, modern, is self-driving cars. Everybody's right. just freaked out or sure. whatever. There's this total risk perception. So there's huge things to overcome. But he took it back through history about why people were afraid of uh, ice. Why were, you know, views of like having to eat, drinking a cold drink. You know, why people were afraid of um, of air travel. And he brought back these just, I mean, I mean he just had so many great relevant oh uh, understandings and it made me think about you know how people talk with me about oh well social media is going to die any day right. that's my voice yeah. for yeah, the I like it. I um, it. and um, they always I always say oh sure social media is going to die as soon as humans stop being social right. but this kind of idea like everybody thinks that this is a trend it's not we've been doing it forever the telegraph was social media. Mm-hmm. It's just a different form. So he took that, he really understood that idea of, of, of risk perception throughout history. And this was my takeaway on it. It's like that he actually, in one year, sinks actually kill more people than roller coasters do. What? But from the consumer perspective, like there's actually recorded sink accidents and sink deaths. Like they're actually oh more dangerous. Goodness. Not just more, you know, uh, Not, mortality yeah, rate, but right. actually more 
you know, injuries related to sinks than, than to oh roller coasters. And so that when you start understanding that, um, uh, you know, we think about like, well, how are we going to, um, you know, advertise sinks because they're actually dangerous. dangerous. <laughs> so, but, you know, people advertising different things really have to mm-hmm. tap into the mindset of the, of the consumer, especially when you are trying to get people to adopt new behavior or new technology. Oh, it was so good, goodness. you guys. I can't believe you missed it. I know. I'm bombed now hearing about it. I <laughs> did, we did tweet out that sink fact and I saw uh-huh. that. I was like, you know, scrolling through our Twitter yeah. feed and I was mm-hmm. like, Oh, that's all really? different. You're all, Priscilla must have posted that one. <laughs> yes, I did. Um, it okay, was so good. What else? I You were okay, in a lot. So. I wasn't a lot, but I did. We kicked off the session, and it's not because it's first that I remember it, but um, I did get to speak with Marcy Chartier from uh, Microsoft. She presented with Kirsten Hamlin also, but it was at the beginning. And it was where they realized it was one of those facepalm moments oh, that Microsoft mm-hmm. had. And then they shared their failure and shared what oh. they had to do to overcome oh it. Gosh. And it was so powerful. Wow. Because they sent out a, a survey to about 2 million users oh. only to have a response come back from a disabled uh, uh, user. Oh, that's right. We were and on that yeah, one. You were, I, yes. I'm pretty sure you were there. And, um, and basically, just like the facepalm, this blind cons- um, user of theirs was like, well, this is how you know, the survey, I, I'm, I'm not able to participate in this survey because the adaptability in built into the Microsoft products would not, you know, function with the survey they sent out. And the biggest piece of it was you could tell me something until they were blue in the face, but they made us experience what that yeah. you know, blind oh, user wow. person really experienced. And it was like, seriously, it was the computer reading the inline text first column you know and it was just like how could you possibly perceive of a grid in a Mm -hmm. survey what we would think are very easy choices do you like pepperoni pizza Click yeah. this radio button. Sure. You know, yeah, I, I hate it, I like yeah. it, or I love it. Or you even know, this, this, like, smiley face yeah, method. Yeah, smiley right. face method, all these kinds of right. things. So it was such a great, like, aha moment about thinking through your surveys, thinking mm-hmm. through your insights, and are they, you know, we talk a lot about are they um, inclusive, and even people talk about diversity. But what about are they adaptable for people who have disabilities and they are wanting to participate? And the reality was, is like, uh, you know, she basically said, you know, first of all, they were horrified, you know, at what they had done unknowingly, um, which I thought was so cool Mm -hmm. for them to explain it. But 15% of Americans have some kind of disability. And so do we really want to go through insights by excluding that population? The answer is obviously no, but it was so powerful. such a good one. It was. It just, I mean, it And what a way to kick off. Yeah, yeah. Super cool. Yeah, Yeah. and yeah. So I I thought that was super fantastic. But just really quickly, some other ones I think that were kind of wow for us. I know Mm -hmm. we all went to um, Sasha McCune from Conifer, and she had Daniel Hunt with Ferrara with the candy company. And they were talking about deprivation studies. I mean, did you guys love that one or what? I love that one. I think that was the one they had those videos of people was it, <sighs> unboxing and their yeah. initial reactions. Oh, so funny. That is good. I loved her point about that, that when people in their studies tried to hide their reaction because they thought it was something they shouldn't reveal, mm-hmm. they actually exacerbated it mm-hmm. by mm-hmm. like kind of like if you are laughing and you shouldn't, well, then you're going to put your hand up to your mouth and hide it. But that all of a sudden, that movement just made it worse. Right. Yeah. 
That's so interesting. Yeah. And she always brings such good energy to the stage. Yeah, so it's like, yeah. I, she also did some um, co-chairing of certain mm-hmm. parts of it. And yeah. it was her first time, but you would never know. Because mm-hmm. she she's like such a great personality on stage. Right. So yeah. it's always fun to watch her. Yeah, that was totally cool. And then I thought the stuff that came out of um, Verizon's um, learnings through Servata. Um, mm-hmm. They used Servata. And I mean the actual way that they showed really very specific ways that they activated the insights, um, you know, through programmatic um, audiences Hmm. was really riveting. And I would actually go back and I I actually recorded small pieces of that because I thought it was really that the write up, you know, seemed really great. But, you know, it was really about um, thinking through product launches differently. That's that was my takeaway from it. I, I thought it was really dynamic. Um, and the sentient one I thought was t- great. It was nice to see Alex uh, Hunt from PRS and Vivo back. I had uh, spoke with him, shared a stage with him back in uh, IIEX in Bangkok. Oh, fun. So, and I ended up on the flight from, uh, I think, from uh, Hong Kong into Bangkok with him. So we got to chat oh, a little nice. bit there. Nice. So it's nice to see, you know, friendly faces. Yeah. I think that's one of the other pieces. But Yeah, I love that. Yeah, it was such such a good week so so many good takeaways mm-hmm. um and we'll link to all the companies and the people mentioned in our show notes too that way you can um connect and with them and i didn't mention see. you i'm sorry we I, like, still we love like you. you we still love you <laughs> this yeah. is so much it's i just, know which just goes to show if you didn't go to green books iix i don't know what you were thinking yeah you, <laughs> you need don't. you got to get on the next one because mm-hmm. it really is so much content um within three days you walk away feeling like you have a year worth of learning mm-hmm. under your belt. Oh, for so, sure. Yeah, it's it's pretty incredible. Um, I have to give a quick shout out um, to the Wire event. Oh my god! We've talked about these before, but if you are not a part of Wire, that's another thing you need to join. If you're connected to the MR industry, Wire is something that you should definitely be a part of. And this one was at such a cool local hotel. Mm-hmm. What was the name of it? Hotel, hotel Ella. Emma. Oh, Ella. Oh, yeah, Ella. You're Ella. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Ella. The Hotel Ella, um, Little Bird, we were sponsors, so we got to be kind of on on the back end of it. But it was so neat to just connect with people in a really just um, laid back environment. The the Wire events are never... like over the top in like a pretentious way like it just peels back that layer everyone is really just there to connect with each other and at the end of the night you're like whoa i walked away having like 20 great conversations yeah yeah and um because we sponsored this time i uh, all night i just said oh yeah can i buy you a drink yeah Yeah. (laughs) i already stroked the check so i'm good (laughs) what a good line yeah i did bump into someone and they spilled something i'm like i'll I'll buy buy you another one don't (laughs) yeah don't worry about it it is so fun they they, they have such a good feel to it right true yeah um and and we like i said we had a lot of really good conversations this week and throughout this episode you're going to hear some of those conversations because like priscilla mentioned we do bring our podcast recorder with us and we record uh different people on the trade show floor so you're going to hear all sorts of takeaways (laughs) not just by the three of us because we could sit in here and talk for hours about what we got but it's interesting to hear all the different perspectives yeah for sure and now for our interactive segment, Burn on the Street. All right, I'm here with Colleen Kennedy. She's the director of marketing for Green Book. So you're kind of the go-to person, all things uh, all things IIEX when it comes to marketing. Um, this is the first 
time that IAX is in Austin, which is so exciting. It's been fun for us. It was rainy yesterday, but the weather today is so amazing, that sunshine out there. It is. Um, but what? tell me, what's, um, what's the big draw about Austin? What's been good about having IAX here for the first time? Yeah, so, you know, we always have a good... Attend, steady attendance of folks that have been around the industry, you know, really, really strong industry leaders. And it's great to see folks come back year after year and bringing new ideas. And I think that Austin is just a fresh face. It's a fresh mm -hmm. face for the conference. There's new sites to see, new places to eat, lots of tacos to eat. Yes. And just a, bringing in a lot of new faces. You know, we've got... Um, a lot of new client-side folks who are a little bit closer geographically and able mm. to join IX for the first time. We're looking at close to 50% of the attendance is brand new attendees, which wow. I just think is so amazing to see the growth that we're having and you know being able to really pride ourselves and pride the conference on it just being a constant influx of new ideas and innovation that's exactly. coming in. Exactly, yeah. What's better than uh, having fresh voices speak into that? That's awesome. Yeah, and one of my favorite pieces of the event is, you know, seeing things like the new speaker track um, or seeing, you know, clients get on stage for the first time, you know, hearing from companies like everything from, you know, Microsoft, like really big names in the industry to smaller companies that are just getting started. Mm -hmm. But I feel like, you know, no matter who's on stage, you're always going to be hearing something new and fresh, something you can't get right. anywhere else. Yeah, and the event is so dynamic. I mean, you have everything from the master classes the first day that are really hands-on and they're a little bit longer, about an hour. And then you have sessions today that are lasting 15 minutes, but you still have, you know, kind of the, the showroom-esque feeling with the, the, the South and the North showrooms. And that's so great to be able to still walk around and meet people and hear about new technology or new services that people are providing. Um, I feel like you guys just do such a great job at, at coming at, um, at, at the newness of this industry in, in so many different ways. Thank you. I think the one of the biggest things that this venue is bringing is the opportunity to do that because the space mm -hmm. really allows for us to have a variety of different sessions in different formats that we wouldn't necessarily have had back in Atlanta. You know, I think one of my favorite pieces here is that track five is, you know, drop in office hours and kind of smaller, intimate conversations and people are chilling outside yeah, on the patio, on, you know, the on lounge couch. furniture. Yeah. yeah. It's so. great. It's so even yesterday it was rainy, but the, the temperature outside was perfect. It was, I went out there and I was like, this is so peaceful. Right. It's like, kick up your feet, you know, grab a pillow and let's dig into insights. Yeah. I mean, we're, where it's a lot. I mean, you're going all day, but to be in a place that has a really good vibe, honestly, mm -hmm. um, is, is just really refreshing. So we're happy to be here. Thanks so much for being on the show. Yeah. Um, thanks for being here. Yeah, We're excited. It's going to be back in Austin next year. Back in Austin next year, April 14th through 16th, yeah. 2020. Yeah. Save the date. Awesome. Thanks. I have Sasha McCune of Conifer Research with me. Can you tell me a little bit about what Conifer Research does? Hi, yeah, Sasha here. Um, it's been a really fun three days. I can't believe it's winding down. I'm not quite ready for it yet. 
Um, so Conifer is a design research consultancy that specializes in ethnographic research and qualitative methods. And um, we work in innovation and insights, and we help teams um, within Fortune 500 companies in any type of business uh, solve problems and business needs and understand their user better. Uh, we use a lot of different methods and tools and tricks to do that, but one of the ones that we love that people don't use enough is deprivation, which is what I spoke about yesterday. Um, deprivation is when you actually take things away from people, and believe it or not, that actually can spark some joy. Um, so sometimes you take things away, and their sense of curiosity uh, and their desire to learn from themselves how they will experience that deprivation is a part of the process of us learning more about something that they might otherwise not really be able to talk about. Um, and other times we take things away and give them replacement items and see how they negotiate interacting with and embedding those things into their routines in new ways as they learn how to swap out something and the implications of that that swap. Um, you can learn a lot about what the boundaries are between um, people's needs and desires and limitations and how far certain things can stretch and what things are substitutable and what things maybe aren't. That's awesome. Yeah, we, we went to your session and it was really interesting. And I think it's going to be something that people are excited to learn more about. Um, so we love working with Confer. They're one of our most favorite clients ever. So we'll be, we'll be putting more out there about deprivation. So keep your eyes out. And thank you so much for being on our podcast. Thank you, Emma. I am here with Tim Lawton. He is from SiteX. Um, and Tim, I want to hear about what what has been exciting here at IAEX this week, because you guys are really what I feel on the forefront of creative, innovative thinking, and I think there's been a lot of that here too. Yes, uh, I would like to think that we are also at the forefront of innovative thinking, but I think for us, IAX is, is such a great conference because you get to hear from brands and agencies alike about how they're thinking, about how they're applying innovation in, in their teams and their insights teams across different uh, roles and industries, and to hear uh, big brands, to hear them thinking about their changing of mindset and whether it's bringing more functions and features in-house to be able to do it themselves, or just generally that, that forward thinking about where the industry is going around the lines of innovation aligns right with what Sidex is doing and, and why we exist, which is to add value to Insights teams by giving them a platform, an end-to-end -end research platform where they can do consumer engagement all the way through basic and advanced analytics and reporting, quantitative and qualitative. Uh, but that type of, of mission on our end aligns with a lot of what we're hearing and the topics being discussed here at IAX. So we're excited uh, to be a part of those conversations and hope to be a part of many more and keep meeting people here at the conference and, and afterwards uh, to be really in line with where the industry is going, which is exciting. Awesome. Thanks for being on. Of course. Thanks for having me. I am here on day three of IIEXNA with Jackie Anderson of Scalehouse. Um, Jackie was actually one of the speakers on the first day, which was super exciting. And IIEX is known for um, startups and new companies. And at Scalehouse, they really help your company grow. So can you recap a little bit about what your presentation was about and what you really think is important for these startup companies to remember? 
Yeah, definitely. Um, so I think that's one of the things that makes IEX amazing is that there is such kind of an open and welcoming space for new companies that are trying to get into market research or you know, try new methodologies and techniques and bring tech into the space. So in Monday's session, we talked about focusing on what I call the X factor, which is really that sweet spot of what makes your business grow and helps you get paid for doing what you're trying to do and love to do. So we talked about finding um, the people, products that really get you to that point of success and then making sure that you're including the processes, which are kind of the outline that hold that X of people and products together to grow your business and really take it from, you know, whatever stage it's at now to a place of scaling, which means you're seeing increased revenue, but you're not pumping resources in at the same point. And I think one of the things that I've heard from some of the companies that we've been talking to on the floor that are in like the startup competition is it can sometimes get distracting because there is so much innovation going on and there's so much new technology. They're like, what if we did this or what if we added this? Um, so just helping them really focus and keep almost like mini blinders on so they can keep right in that zone and see the growth and scale that they want to. Great. Well, thank you so much. We loved having you. Of course. Thank you. I'm here with Mark Masaleo, and I've got to say, uh, we have been having a great time. We've had a lot of good conversations about what's going on in the marketplace, but I wanted to get specific with you about fuel cycle. And I'm just really curious, what is the most common problem that your customers are coming to you with? Being at the booth here and having people come by, uh, the, these major brands, um, really, it's interesting. They're really trying to get a better understanding of their customer. I mean, um, the traditional research, the slow, methodical research, the you know, sending out a survey and getting an answer back and then they go away, it's just not working anymore. Mm -hmm. And things are just moving too quick in the marketplace today, in any vertical, any industry, new competitors, new entries in the marketplace, things are just shifting so quickly. They really need to have an ongoing conversation with their customer. And um, it, it just doesn't happen today when you're working with tools that are taking weeks to get back information. Um, they need to jump in, get that iterative insight, and then jump back out to, to make a really informed business decision. Right, so it's all about action, actually taking that research and, and doing something with it at work. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, of course, when we work with our clients, they are, you know, we want to make sure and we really uh, uh, let them know that, hey, we, what are you doing with this information? Like, how are you, what changes are you seeing? What changes are you making in the marketplace? Mm -hmm. Okay, so it, you you touched on one thing, which is that everybody's being asked to do more yeah. with less and at about three times the pace we were used to. So when people come to Fuel Cycle, tell us about the normal um, actual time frame that they're looking for answers in. Yeah. So, I mean, what Fuel Cycle provides them with is the ability to create this environment, create this community, if you will, where you're getting people to collaborate with one another and build it out so that you can have this ongoing for our clients who work with us for three, four, five, six, seven years now, you know? Mm -hmm. It's ongoing because the voice of customer is so important, so critical. And the beautiful thing is once it's set up, you can jump in and jump out and get 300 responses, 400 responses the next day, right? Wow. Yeah. Um, but then you can take it a step further and do a lot of fun stuff around just, you know, the qualitative insights as well, too, tagging to the quant that we're doing as well through surveys. Awesome. We can do diary studies. We can do um, live mobile IDIs and focus groups, right? Mm -hmm. Live chats. Um, take Watch people as they go on their sort of um, journey, right? right? It's from the top right. of the funnel to the down. How do they discover a brand? Where do they go? Who do they talk to? What do they do next, right? Yeah. How do they share that out? So, um, and not only just getting people to 
respond to us, but come back in with thoughts of their own. And so they can bring their insights and questions and ideas back to the brand. So there's that, there's that close-ended piece and that open-ended piece that people are typically only used to in call. But so they really do have it at their fingertips. That really is a true a true metaphor for a fuel cycle. <laughs> That's right. right. Yeah, I mean, it, it absolutely. So we can get the, the, the information coming back to us. Mm-hmm. And then we can say, hey, that's a really good idea. Let's go back and they, they usually take that internally, right. um, do some discussions, kind of yeah. figure out a new a new approach, test it in the community yeah. again. Uh-huh. And then they do this iterative approach yeah. while they're doing that longitudinal study as well, too. Right. Really, really powerful. Yeah, it's a great mix. And that's what I like about IIEX. We are hearing new ideas. We're hearing how people are um, actually innovating with the way they provide the solution. Yeah. Right? Well, speaking of innovation, I mean, we really are taking this community idea to the next level. It's really a research cloud. And what that entails is the ability to connect to other market-leading tools that we're seeing at IEX. So the protobands, Consensus Point, Ramesh, right? Voxbot.me, um, Pilotly. We can bring conjointly, right? Mm-hmm. We can allow our clients now to, um, at any given time, pull down another solution through our API exchange. So mm-hmm. it's a seamless integration right. that you can bring into a uh, sort of a, any kind of research study, mm-hmm. do some system one research, behavioral research, right? Do mm-hmm. some price testing as well, right. all within the same container, if right. you will, community. And then it gives us all a good reason to go to the same parties um, at, at night, <laughs> That's right. right. Yes, yeah, so everybody gets together. together. <laughs> we're all friends, yeah. And, I love uh, that. I love that. And that there is, um, you know, we joke around about that, but that's true in that there's energy that comes from companies. And so wanting to partner with people who bring energy energy to the project it's really critical so I love the way you guys interact with people I've watched you at the booth you know yeah. and you know what people are asking you for but I think also it's like people have their own passion projects um, or they've been assigned one or they've taken something up at work but they are looking for partners who can bring some energy to the game don't you find that to be I, true I, I think so too I mean when you see the energy sort of outside of work right. but you also see it at the at the conference as yeah. well too and people are sort of playing off one another as well it makes you think like, yeah, back home, sort of the engineers, when they're working on that new tech yeah. tech solution, yeah. there's energy in it. Yeah, and there's energy involved sure. and we're all, we're all helping each other out. Okay, cool. Well, thanks, Mark. We've had a blast. It's been great. Thanks <laughs> okay. so much. Awesome. I am here with Shelly Boren. She is the research manager with the Detroit Pistons. Um, and you actually came to our session, but and that's where we got to meet, which was awesome. But what has been your biggest takeaway from IIEX? My biggest takeaway for the conference was attending your session um, when Priscilla was talking about finding your voice um, to speak to your target market, finding your ideal persona. I was sitting there thinking, I'm not sure how I could apply this, but then she went on and guided us into just thinking about the people that you want to talk to, the people that you're trying to influence and share your information with, and I realized that it's important that I develop my own voice with my internal clients so that I can you know, build my own um, persona and, and brand identity to build trust internally. That's so good. Thanks so much, Shelly. I am here with Ann Brown, CEO of Gazelle Global at day three of IIEX North America. Um, Ann, can you tell me a little bit about yourself? Well, hello. Um, Glad to sit down and talk to you, uh, Emma. Nice to have met you here for the first time. So uh, Gazelle Global is a market research, a global market research hub. We do data collection internationally. We provide sample internationally, program and host web surveys. We code in about 25 languages, and we translate into about 100 languages. Uh, We do data processing, and basically we become the uh, operations or field department for market research agencies that either uh, don't have one internally 
or are in an overflow situation. Um, so, you know, we're here to help in any way that um, might add value to our research clients. Great. And uh, Gazelle Global is actually a new customer of ours, so we're really excited to start working with you guys. Yeah, so are we. Yeah. So can you tell me a little bit about what you like about IIEX compared to some of the other shows that you've been to or what benefits you're seeing at this show in particular? Well, this is the, this is the first time that I'm actually attending a conference without having a booth. So I'm uh, experiencing something new. Um, it, it's freeing, actually, uh, to be able to walk around, to go to the sessions. Uh, so I'm a I've actually seen many more sessions than I have at other conferences, so I really can't judge them in that way. Um, but it seems the attendees, uh, the attendance here is, is very high. Um, it seems that uh, the attendees are very uh, willing to talk to people at the booth areas, uh, which I is very important. Uh, I'm, I'm actually quite impressed with that. Yeah. So um, you guys have an exciting year this year. What do, do you guys have coming do. up at Gazelle? Well, we're, this is our 25th anniversary. I honestly don't know how that happened, but uh, <laughs> here we are 25 years Woo. later. Um, so we have some new and exciting uh, things going on. We, uh, we sort of decided it was time to do a little sprucing up. So we have a, a new logo, a little bit of a variation on the original. Um, and we have a brand new website that we're really proud of and excited to uh, put out there. Whereas I think adding, I think we're going to be adding the finishing touches this week, which are actually photos. Um, oh my gosh. That's you know, amazing. Our photos Great. are going up for the first time ever. Great. You know, 25 we years, we've always see resisted that. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so we're excited about that. And, um, you know, we're excited about what the next 25 years will bring. I mean, our, our industry is uh, so vastly changed from 25 years ago, and yet um, market research is, is still going strong, so it's a very exciting time. Definitely. Well, thanks so much for talking with me. Yeah. I'm here with Emma Vorkoff of Remesh, and actually your guys' CEO spoke, Andrew, and I heard that his session was amazing, so tell me a little bit, what did he talk about? Yeah, Andrew actually did a session on the morality of market research in the age of AI, and I just think it was, obviously I'm very biased, but it, it was great to see a topic that just focuses on um, kind of the future of AI and just kind of our responsibility within market research of being really aware of kind of how we're using this technology um, to make sure that we are being like respectful um, of, you know, privacy and just honestly, you know, humans in general, like moving forward, the more AI becomes integrated into, you know, everything we do to just be, you know, hyper aware so that ultimately when we are using these tools to understand people, whether it's through, you know, observation or talking with them, that we are kind of reaching an end goal that is good for both the people that we are trying to understand and the organization. That's great. Thanks so much. That wraps it up for Bird on the Street. This is my favorite part. Oh, we yeah? get to give out some awards. Oh, cool. I love this. You know what's best about this? That they're fake awards, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I wish. We should we should start like creating a little something that we send mm -hmm. these people because right. we we pay attention at these events and we're always looking at uh, different ways we can give people shout outs in our recap episode. Um, so we actually have four awards okay, to give. Cool. Um, Emma, I'm going to let you do the honors of giving our first award out. All right, let's kick this off. So award number one, my personal favorite, goes to um, the attendee with the best blazer. Mm. Um, we actually have a tie for this one. <laughs> and it goes to Dinah Bowen and Kristen Luck. Oh. 
They Kristen Lux t-shirt blazer combo on one day, and they both had white blazers. Right. I'm on my way to buy one. Both of these girls know how to rock the cool tee tea. with the right blazer. And I don't know if it you looked. noticed this, but Dinah, she was wearing her blue Cervada yeah, tee uh-huh. with her with her white blazer. And then behind her in her headshot, she was wearing the same. No, she was thing. not. That's it funny. was so That's perfect great. because the image that was like mm-hmm. in the program of her speaking, right. that was her at the event. It was right. so easy to be like, oh, easy there you are. You know or, how in July I'm speaking on personal branding? Maybe we should just call Dinah and have huh. her give my yeah. speech. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> yeah. Dinah will reach out to you. <laughs> okay. Uh, I, I have okay. one special one. I, yes. I asked if I could insert a, a special award, um, but I went to the Zappy and Vox Pop Me uh, uh, party, one of the many parties that happens, right. as we all like to say, you know, it turns out market researchers are quite the partiers. <laughs> uh, but that was super awesome. But I want to give a shout out to them for sponsoring that because they hired a band. It was a live karaoke band. And of course, it's awesome. So the music was amazing. Uh-huh. But I have a small video clip that we will put in this audio for the best sax solo. And no joke, in the middle of this raging party, somebody chose Careless Whisper. And seriously, the guy came down in the audience. Like, everybody is like, it's a big bar, and, you know, everybody's just having so much fun. And literally, the guy from the band comes down and just mingles all throughout the audience, which is crazy. And he's just singing, doing his solo. Oh, my gosh. And he was, like, total 80s moving it, too. It was it was so good. Oh, man. Award what a party. Award. I know. Award winning. You guys were out Gosh. eating somewhere yeah, else. But okay, I we get it. We it. Know. Yeah. But there's so many parties to go to. There was I the know. there was the rival party going on at the yes, same time. I so. know. Yeah, there's a lot. Okay, I get to give um, a, a social media award. Of course you do. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I I chose this one. Um, this award is for the Twitter queen in this case could have been king but there was uh one awesome lady out there that was just tweeting up a storm for iax she did an incredible job and this award goes to annie pettit she did amazing you know she got to i introduced her because she got to give away the uh, best speaker award she did, she did. yeah so yeah, yeah that was pretty cool yeah. yeah so she was just so interactive on twitter doing a lot of live tweeting mm-hmm. and a lot of good insights too yeah, so that's yeah. just fun well we expect that from the green book crowd right. and then we expect it from us because we're us yeah right. <laughs> but you know to get someone else participating that is super fun so i think that's a pretty good award yeah. coming from you the yeah. social media <laughs> queen <laughs> annie yeah. you're my girl good job annie <laughs> All right, and last but not least, we have one more award. We're calling this the Marketing Master Award, um, and we're giving this one out to someone who um, fueled us throughout the entire week, <laughs> and that is Toluna. They had um, in the back a juice bar in the morning, and then they transformed it into a happy hour cocktail zone around oh, 3, 4 o'clock. Still so good. So, so, good. Oh my gosh. so much juice. It was like, we're going to make you feel good about those happy hour drinks you're going to have later because here's, you know, a holistic, like, um, juice shot to take yeah, in the yeah. morning. Not oh, only gosh. a bottle, drink, but a shot. A yeah. shot. I drank so much watermelon juice. Yes. <laughs> it was like basil and mint and, and all kinds. It was so good. Yeah. Oh, it was awesome. I'm glad yeah. you guys gave that award out. And they had such a nice little lounge. I do like Thank how a lot of the sponsors go out just a little bit deeper and give us some really cool lounge uh, space. Mm-hmm. But you know what we didn't have on here? Hmm. Coffee. No, we didn't have our poem. 
Do we have it? Yeah, we have it. Okay, cut. All right, and now we want to give a special award to Scott Andrew James. He is a typewriter poet, creative strategist, indie publisher, proud father, and happy husband. He was great. Oh, my gosh. So this was one of the cool things Green Book had as an installment. If you missed it, you could walk up to him at a desk with his typewriter, pick the color paper that you wanted, give him one word, and he would write you a poem right on the spot. So, Ashley. Okay, so we, our single word we gave was obviously bird. (laughs) So fitting. Um, And the best part, okay, so Priscilla gave him the word bird. He asked maybe one to two questions, and then this is the amazing, amazing poem that we got. Bird, the nest, is where the best ideas begin. Inside the twigs, where thinking moves like wind. Where wings and things like bird songs are dancing in the air. Where you will meet a secret suite. Just listen if you dare. Wow. Honestly, I heard him read a couple of the poems and each time I got chills. Yeah, they were super cool. So big shout out. And if you have an event that you're planning and you want something interactive, you got to get hooked up with this guy because it was very cool. And just just short enough, but fun enough, mm-hmm. and just something you know different enough. Yeah. I, I I expect that kind of stuff out of Green Book. So yeah, here at Little Bird, we are so excited to get to partner with Green Book, and actually we're coming together with our counterparts across the pond, Kina's Mustard, great friends of ours and great colleagues, and we are all three putting together the new and improved Insights Marketing Day. And so we hope you'll join us. If you liked some of the innovative things that came out of IIEX that related to marketing, then you cannot miss Insights Marketing Day. We're going to have it this October in Denver, and then our counterparts in the UK will be having it in London in 2020. So we'll be hosting it in October. They'll be hosting it in March, and we'll round robin it from there. So it is going to be dynamic. The speaker lineup is already insane, and we can't wait to broadcast it, but make sure that you pay attention. But for now, if you want to be on the list, always be in the know, because believe me, this will be a sold out event. (laughs) It's a very nice, small boutique kind of feel, very, you know, uh, very connected and a little bit more on the intimate side. So make sure that you sign up to, uh, uh, to be following us and we will let you know when tickets go on sale. And in fact, the first 50 people will get $50 off. So go to insights-marketing.org and sign up to stay in, in communication with us and you're going to love it. I guarantee it. Well, that wraps up this episode. All the peeps here at Little Bird Marketing wish you a great day and happy marketing. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.